0: Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is not okay. Now, here's Bill Almack. You guys look good today. Because we do that, right? It's time to go to church. We put on our best go-to-meeting clothes, spiffy up our hair, put some of that smell-good juice on. And the last thing we do is paste on that big old smile. Because when you get to church, you want to tell everybody, I'm okay. I got it together. I'm a Christian. Everything's fine. Reminded of a bit by the late George Carlin. How are you? I'm fine. No, you're not. Hair is fine. If I asked you, how's your hair? My hair is fine. That makes a lot more sense. Because sometimes we say, how are you? And go, I'm fine. And somewhere inside, something is screaming, going, we're not fine. Right? We've all been there. We've all had that happen. But somehow, I don't know how this happened, but we've come to the conclusion that we want to be perfect like everybody in the Bible. All those guys in the Bible, I mean, they had their stuff together, right? Let's look at that. Jacob was a cheater. Peter had a temper. David had an affair. Noah got drunk. Jonah ran from God. Samson was just a hot mess. (laughs) Paul was a murderer. Gideon was insecure. Miriam was a gossiper. Martha was a worrier. Thomas was a doubter. Sarah was impatient. Abraham was too old. Job lost everything, Elijah was moody, Moses stuttered, Zacchaeus was too short, Jeremiah wrestled with despair, Lazarus was dead. Doesn't sound like a group of people that had their stuff together. Right? These were real people, and they had real problems. They had egos. They had issues. They had sin. They had death. Right? They weren't perfect. Why did we come to the conclusion that somehow we have to be perfect? I I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. But I can't find it in the Bible anywhere. We don't have to be perfect. Maybe when we come to church, when somebody asks you how you're doing, instead of saying, I'm doing fine. Maybe you could say, well, you know, last week was a little tough. I made it. You don't have to vomit all your problems on somebody, right? Because we can do that too. How you doing? Well, you got 15 minutes? I'll sit down and tell you. Maybe that's not always the best approach. Right? But there's a way to say, you know what? I struggled this past week, man. Pray for me. You don't have to go into all the details. I'm not going to unload all your problems. But maybe there's a way to be honest and say, I'm not okay. Because we face problems. And I'm not talking about first world problems. Because we have a lot of those. It took me 15 extra minutes to get to work today because traffic was bad. It's the end of the world. Really? No. I remember online a while ago, there were a bunch of people making fun of a young lady who um, was very upset with life and just, you know, it was a horrible situation because her charging cord for her phone wasn't long enough to plug it in and lay on her bed and still use the phone. And the world is terrible. Okay, that's a first world problem, right? Because, I mean, that's a solvable problem, right? Get a longer cord. Get an extension cord. Move the bed. I don't know, right? We can solve this problem. There are people in the world that are facing real problems. And I don't want to make light of those real problems, because there are real problems. People have diseases. People have cancer. People are dying. People are, marriages are ending. There's real problems in the world. And I don't want to make light of those because they are real. People facing clinical levels of depression. Okay? And and all I also want to say real quickly is get help. It's okay. Get help. When we have a physical ailment, we go to a doctor to get help. If we have a mental ailment or a relationship ailment or some other kind of ailment, go to somebody that can help. It's okay. It's all right. Okay? So, you know, I don't want to make light of anybody who's who's really facing problems. um, Because they're out there and they're real. But it's okay to not be okay. You don't have to be perfect. Now, this ought to be the best thing anybody's told you in about a month and a half. Right? It's okay... To not be okay. It's okay to have problems. It's okay to say, man, I'm struggling with that. It's okay to go, man, I'm beat up. I am tired. I am worn. Extra credit for anybody who knows what song that comes from. Nobody knows. Okay. No extra. (laughs) Yeah. So there's... um, There's... You know, lots of things that that, that happen to us. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be struggling. It's okay to have difficulties. What's not okay is to continue to not be okay. Right? And we get tempted sometimes because we say, you know, God loves me as I am, so I can just... Hang out here in my little rut and we'll be good. Well, God does love you as you are. God loves you so much He wants you to get out of the stupid rut. Okay? The song we sang today, God lifts you out of the miry clay. Why? Because He doesn't want you to stay there anymore. He's got a better plan. So, while it's okay to not be okay... We do want to continue to grow, to improve, to struggle, to be better. Okay? We want to do that. So today what we're going to do is we're going to go through nine verses in the Bible. Real quick, you're probably familiar with most of these verses. I hope you get out your sermon notes. that you can have these around. So when you're struggling, when you are feeling down, when you feel like there's too much loneliness, too much depression, too much sorrow, too much whatever it is, Read through these verses, because these verses are going to help you remember that it's okay to not be okay, but we're going to continue to get better. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to improve, because God doesn't want to leave us in those situations, okay? All right, so first one, number one, He will give you strength when you feel powerless. You ever felt powerless? Yes. Every time I go to work, I feel powerless, because the boss has all the power, and I have none, right? Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will, what? Strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Did God say he was going to make it easy? God didn't say, I'm going to get rid of all your problems said, I'm going to make you stronger. I'm going to make you stronger. Remember that. Number two, God is always by your side, even in the darkest of moments. Right? A lot of times when we get to those dark moments, we're like, where did God go? The Lord Himself goes before you, and He will be with you. He will never leave you. Nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Now this is one we've talked about a lot because this is a promise that was made to Joshua, right? He's going in to um, conquer the the promised land for the Israelites. God says, I'm going to be with you. It's all right. And I've heard people use this in situations where it didn't belong. (laughs) Okay, So you've got to be careful that you use these promises the way they're meant. But when you're doing the kinds of things that God wants you to do, when you're doing your best to follow God, God will never leave you. Okay? He will always be with you. Number three, He will protect you. God will protect you. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. David knew something about protection, right? The king and the king's army is after him. Now, who's in the king's army? The best warriors, right? The king doesn't travel around with a bunch of ragtag misfits, right? Right? right who does the president when he goes out and goes to foreign lands who does he take secret service, secret service. right are those like you know a bunch of losers they don't know what they're doing no those guys they get it done right same thing with king saul right he had the good guys with him david knew about god protecting him who would protect him Number four, He hears your cries. He hears your cries. Sometimes we wonder, is God even listening? Yes, He is listening. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock. It gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth and a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. Why? Because you were faithful through the slimy, nasty, gooey, icky mud. And that will be a witness to the people around you, and many will see. Number four he or 5 sorry he is near the brokenhearted and will save those whose spirits feel crushed you ever felt brokenhearted and crushed most of us have at one point or another right there's tough days the lord is close to the brokenhearted he saves those who are crushed in spirit the righteous person may have how many troubles many troubles But the Lord delivers them from how many? All of them. Not some of them. All of them. Do you believe that? And sometimes we think, all right, well, you know, God, you know, He'll handle the big stuff, but, you know, this is just a little thing. It doesn't say that. God can help with all of the problems. Number six. He will bring you rest when you feel wearied and burdened. How many of you here are tired? Don't raise your hands. Everybody raise your hands. How many of you here are tired today? There's a lot going on. We got work and we got this and we got that and the kids got to go to soccer and dance and somebody's got to go grocery shopping and whose turn is it to clean the bathroom anyway? It's getting kind of rank in there. Right? We're tired. Too much going on. Come to me, all you who are wearied and burdened, and I will give you what? Rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is one of my favorite texts out of the Message Bible. Some of you have been here a while remember this. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away and you'll recover your life. I will show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. I don't know about you, but I want to learn about the enforced rhythms of grace. I want to live freely and lightly. God promises that. Number seven... He will renew your strength even if you feel helpless. Sometimes we let our feelings dictate to us what we believe. I don't know, some of you may be familiar with the Christian song that was out recently, Fear is a Liar. Right? Your feelings are liars too. Your feelings often lie to you. You ever walked into a room... There's some people over there talking, and when you walk in, they stop talking. You're like, ooh, they're talking about me. <laughs> what makes you think that everybody in the world is talking about you? Really? The odds that they were talking about you is very, very slim, Right? But we, all of a sudden we feel like, oh no, they don't love me, they don't care for me, everybody's out to get me, and oh, woe is me. And we start this downward spiral, and you know, they were talking about the weather. It didn't have nothing to do with you, right? And our feelings can lie to us sometimes, so be careful. Don't let your feelings dictate to you things that aren't true. It says, but those who hope in the Lord renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Right? He will renew your strength. Number eight, He will not break you. Sometimes we get to a point and we think, oh, that's it. That's it. You know, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Why is it always the last straw? Why wasn't it the first straw? Right? they all weighed the same, right? It doesn't matter. But God will not break you. A bruised reed He will not break. And a smoldering wick He will not snuff out. In faithfulness He will bring forth justice. You ever get to the point where you feel like you're at that breaking point? You're not going to make it. Your light that you're supposed to shine is no longer a light. It's just smoldering. I says, I'm not going to put that out. I'm not going to put that out. In faithfulness, I will bring forth justice. Number nine. This is the most important one, I think. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. doesn't matter how you feel doesn't matter what horrible things are happening to you. And horrible things happen to some of us. I mean, again, I don't want to make light on that. Those things do happen. But neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Right? Nothing can separate us. I can't answer all of the questions that each of us have about, you know, how do I apply these to my life? I, I'm, I feel lonely. I feel depressed. I feel sad. I feel whatever. But I know that God's made these promises. He's put these in the Bible for us for a reason. It helps to read them when your feelings are lying to you. Because your feelings lie to you. Your feelings lie to you and tell you, I can't make it anymore. When God says, you can make it and I will strengthen you. Who's lying to you? God or your feelings? Your feelings. Sometimes the evil one uses those things. So I've given you this list of stuff. I, I, I stole it from somebody and I would love to give them credit, but I have no idea. I couldn't find it on the internet again. But to ever-unknown person, thank you. Um, but these list of, the, of nine things is so critical because it helps us when we say these things over again it helps us remember the truth in them how many of you remember the little kid's story the little engine that could right? anybody remember that? Right? I think I can, I think I can, I think I can This is, I think I can. I think I can. With God's help, I can. These are the things that will help you get through those dark times. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for the things that you give us. Lord, you've given us so many promises and you've promised to be there for us. You've promised to strengthen us. You've promised to to help us Help us claim those promises. Help us not be afraid. Help us to not be sad and and depressed and all these things, Lord. Those, Those things will happen. But help us work through them and continue to grow and continue to move and to continue to remember that you will help us make it. You have brought us this far. And we have every right to expect that you will continue to take us home. Lord, we ask that you give us the wisdom to know how to apply these things to our lives and the daily things that we face. Thank you for all you do for us. Be with us now. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.